1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening, welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As the dust begins to settle on Scotland's Euro qualification campaign It's still eight months away but attention already turning to Germany in the summer Who should be on the plane, who's nailed on, who's still got something to prove Who's a wild card pick and who's got no chance We're only a week and a half away though from finding out which teams stand between Steve Clark's side and Euro Championship glory. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Jim Duffy and Gordon DL who's no well. He's not, he's feeling a bit under the weather but you're here like the soldier you are and we'll get through it together until Uh, 8 o'clock. I can't let MD down, Gordon, that's just the kind of guy I am. Mm. I know there's people putting their dinner on just Mm -hmm. now thinking the Dazzler's Oh you don't sound great I must say. I've got to go and listen to him. I've a bit of sore uh, head and sore throat. Oh no, I just meant generally. But, um, oh right, okay. Uh, honestly, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll see him through it, Jim. We'll no, be all right. listen, we'll get uh, there. you know, we'll, we'll be treating treat him with tenderness and care as he, he deserved. But uh, you know, again, after the the international uh, break. Uh, in the games that Scotland had uh, a thrilling match uh, you know they'll like FC against uh, Norway 3-3 um, that's the kind of game really you, you want plenty of excitement um, given the the Tartan Army plenty of cheer uh, a wee bit of frustration obviously losing the, the late equaliser but nevertheless back to the domestic uh, football this week um, both of the, the big clubs have been on a good run of form and they'll be looking to continue that again uh, this weekend coming up. I've got to say, I enjoyed, quickly gone, I enjoyed the international break. Um, you know what, the games were exciting. You're right, Jim, I thought we had it in the bag the other night there. Second half played a lot, lot better. Mm-hmm. Gordon's come out with a question. There's what, 23 that go to Germany? Mm-hmm. I think people will start to really be looking over their shoulders. They'll be mm-hmm. desperate to be on that plane. I thought you were going to say you enjoyed the international mm-hmm. break because it meant... a. Saturday night in the city centre for you but you actually were going to link it to the football good on you you're maturing in your 60s yeah well it wasn't a night I'm, I'm past was it a day was it was a, <laughs> a, a day a, session it was a little afternoon ok one, good yeah. and is that anything to do with why you're feeling under the weather mm-hmm. unrelated would we say can you hear me okay? Oh, I can hear you fine. Just you go and sort your mic out. 01419511025. That is the number you need. Yes, it's probably a bit of a quiet day in Scottish football, but the dust is settling slowly on that Euro qualification campaign. Last night, it was very much about looking back on the campaign, the standout moments, the standout players, the unsung heroes, the best results, the best goals. What about looking forward a little bit? If we made you pick tonight... If you were Steve Clark and you had to decide right now on those 23 players, who would be in it? Who are the ones that are nailed on? Who are the ones that are maybe somewhere in the middle, got a bit of work to do? Who are the ones that you think have got no chance and should be left out? And who are the ones you think can play their way into Steve Clark's plans? Who would your wild card picks, if any, be? I know there is a lot of consistency in the squad, but... 23 It's not an easy number for Steve Clark. He'll have a few sleepless nights. So why don't we all club together and help him along? If you could pick your 23, who would they be? Now I appreciate that you might... I'm not suggesting you have to come on the phone and shout 23 names at us, or if you're going to tweet it, you have to write down all 23. But give us an overview. You know, the ones that are nailed on, the ones you think still up for debate, the ones that you think have no chance, and any that you think maybe could play their way in. Uh, to Steve Clark's thoughts. So one four one nine five one one zero two five, 
or Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it at Clyde SSB. Get in touch with all your suggestions. We would be delighted to have them. And I did say this last night. I know it's a kind of out of sight, out of mind for some people, but maybe you're ready to start turning your attentions back to the domestic action. We are here for you if that's the case. If you've got something you want to get off your chest, 0141 951 1025. That is the number you need. It was weird for the international break to finish in such straightforward fashion. All the hard work done, just <laughs> have a nice little celebration in the, the dark at Hamden. Yeah, and also not, um, you know, frustrated and looking back about the disappointments. You know, I think that by and large, um, the performance levels were very good, the consistency was excellent. And, you know, to finish. You know, where we did do, uh, I think, was a, a terrific achievement and it's great to, to go to back-to-back European Championships and, you know, it's something that we hadn't done for such a long time. Um, and, and I think there is a, a sense of optimism uh, about the national side just now and um, all, all credit to, to C.V. Clark and his, his staff for, you know, helping to uh, develop that and, and all credit to the players. And I think, uh, particularly, I think the last couple of games have been very difficult games, obviously two draws, but you know we had a significant number of key players missing, and I think that tells you the togetherness in the squad. Not maybe the exact same quality in the squad, but there is that mm. you know that you know that kind of work ethic and, and you know desire and determination. And I think all these qualities should never be underestimated. Let's hear from a couple of Scotland players who've spoken in the aftermath of that game, and I think these two are very. I think they're interestingly placed. Let's let's say that because you can decide, you the listener, you two in the studio. I don't know which list you'll have these guys on, but I think they're. I don't think either of them would fall into the nailed on, absolutely, definitely going with all without all doubt uh, category. So let's hear from Xander Clark, um, because he heads back to Hearts, looking to book his place in Scotland's Euro squad for Germany. Now, of course, there is this added issue of Craig Gordon potentially returning. What would that mean for club and country? Um, but here's what Xander Clark had to say after starting the last two matches. You know, obviously, it's been a massive um, achievement, a proud moment. Obviously, it's down to myself now to, to go back to club level and, and you know, try and put in performances that, that keep the manager um, thinking that I'm, I should be at it. It's been a great experience. I've loved every minute of it. You know, can I go back to, to club level and, and put in performances that, that keep myself in the manager's thoughts? If you get yourself in the squad, then you know you just need to train hard and, and see what happens. Uh, what about Ryan Jack as well? He again says he's going to have Euro 2024 thoughts at the back of his mind as he prepares to return to Rangers. For sure we'll be going to the comp- uh, tournament a lot more experienced and um, very optimistic. Probably never went how we wanted it to go the last tournament so there'll be a lot of reflection on that and hopefully we can rectify that and put it right for this one. Yeah, I think that comes with obviously belief and confidence of getting results and the group that's been together, it's the same core from obviously the last qualification, so um, no, we're in a great place at the minute, but um, we just need to keep that going. We all go back to our clubs, there's obviously a lot of football for our clubs to be played, it's always in the back of your mind that you're never going to just forget about what we've just achieved, so it's going to give everyone motivation to go play well, play consistent for the club and um, do everything you can to be a part of it. Right, come on then, as it stands, who is in your 23? Let's put these two in the spot and I'm sure you're going to disagree with them because that's kind of what they're here for. Just those two names, interesting. Xander Clark, is he on your list? Um, it would depend on Craig Gordon for me. If Xander Clark can go back to Hearts... You can't have independent. He's on your list or he's not on, on your on, list. Hold on, I've got to make a, a, a point here. If Xander Clark goes back to Hearts and loses his number one jersey to Craig Gordon, then I don't think he's on the list. So 
there's a challenge to be thrown down there. Greg Gordon is a very experienced goalkeeper, terrific goalkeeper. Sander Clark's done all right. Um, if, if Craig Gordon takes the number one jersey off him again at Tynecastle, I don't see him going. Okay. Ryan Jack on your list? Um, no, I think I think Ryan Jack will just miss out. Are you Gordon. able to give me a twenty-three? Yeah, I've got a good. Go on then. Oh, I've got it all written down on my phone. <laughs> Go on then. Do you want it? See, absolutely. Right. Why not? I mean, you can run through them quick. He's still He's going to need to tell us the mm. goalkeepers now, though. Right, okay. I, like, I do like to, to keep him on his toes, but I must admit, I've got a bit of sympathy because that one is maybe difficult to answer, but I'm not letting you off with the rest. Right, okay, so you you look at your three yeah. goalkeepers. I'm going Hickey, Parson, Henry, Portes. No, wait a minute, who's your T- three goalies? Tierney, hold on. Tierney, McKenna, and Robertson. They're my defenders. Right. No Cooper, much. no Suter. He's on the pine. He's, no he's, Greg Taylor. This is okay. right. Just, just checking you. Right, okay. Middle of the park, I think, speaks for itself because you've got the favourites in there as well. You've got McGregor, Gilmore, McGinn, McTominay, Ferguson, Armstrong, McLean. You're happy with that? Well, they're just nailed on, aren't they? Every one of them nailed on. So no Ryan Jack. Not, not just yet. Okay. Up front, Dykes, Adams, Shanklin's a must for me, and obviously Christie. Right. So how many was that? Twenty. That's twenty-one. Okay. So my contenders: Cooper. Hanley, Suter, Taylor, Jack, Brown, Jacob Brown, young Ben Doak. This could be a good question one mm. tonight. Because Ben Doak, as much as he's not been involved, right, he's young. He get, I think he, could, he brings something different to the party. Would you have him in, Jim? It was, I mean, that, this is all great, but I'm asking you to pick. You know, you've got two more spots. I'm going to go... You've got two more right, seats I'm in the plane. To, I'm going to take young Doak. Because I think he brings something different. Okay. I, think, I think you'll need something different. We don't have that sort of player in the squad. And I'm going to take Hanley because I think Hanley deserves to go in the plane. Okay, so that's no Ryan Jack. No, that's my no 23. Greg Taylor, no Liam Cooper. No, I've, I've looked at it, for instance, of Greg Taylor, who's been brilliant for Celtic, never let him do down. You've got Tierney that can play left back. You've got Hickey that can go over to left back. You've got the captains there. So you're just taking an hour left back for the sake of it. Um, listen, they've all, they, they, they will all be desperate to get a ticket on that plane and they'll certainly be doing everything they can from now until the squad's picked. But I think there's 21 nailed on there and I think there's a two surplus and mm-hmm. my two is Hanley. Be- only two? Yeah, mm-hmm. Hanley and Dolk for me. You don't have to give us them all, Jim. Where do you differ from him then if that's... Just a little bit, um, but not not much. I, I've got Christie in the midfield area, but just uh, in terms of strikers, I've got Adams, Dyke, Shanklin, Brown, and Doak. So I think to take an extra striker, I think that um, you know there's there's going to be times where you know we'll be up against it. I'll be tight. Mm-hmm. We may have to chase the game. So it's Christie in with your Christie's in with midfielder. So, who else, who, so Jack who else is, out? Is, is out at this moment. I know Jack was in uh, Gordon's. So I've got Armstrong, McGregor, McGinn, McTominay, Gilmer, McLean, and Christie. Mm. But I think as, as Gordon says, listen, you've got Suter, you've got I've got Cooper in uh, uh, defensively. You've got, you've got Suter, you've got Hanley. Um, listening to um, Ryan Jack as well, there are elements where I think that having previous experience in the last tournament uh, in, in England would would be invaluable. But, you know, you, you've been there, That's you've true. you've 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 um, you know understand you know how. It, you know the, the, the demands of playing uh, these type of games in a short period of time and the preparation which re- required being away, uh, all these sort of things. So I think there is elements there, but 
No, so we can add, we can argue, and that will that will argue will continue right through until Steve Clark um, announces his squad, and then after that there'll be even more argument Absolutely. debate about it. And that's the that's the nature. I, I've went for Gunn Clark and Kelly as the goalkeepers. Um, I, I just can't see personally. I can't see how Craig Gordon will be able to force himself into that at the age of forty years of age. That's I mean, as wonderful a goalkeeper he is, and as top professional as I just. Mm. I just think it would just be too much to ask. Right, come on then. By the sounds of it, according to these two, there are debates to be had in goal. There are debates to be had over uh, Lauren Shanklin, debates to be had over Ben Doak, maybe guys like Ryan Jack, Greg Taylor. These are the ones that, according to Jim and Gordon, are on the are on the periphery. These are the ones that still we don't quite know if the ticket is going to be booked in their name for Germany. So what do you think? Let's bring in Chris who's made it through tonight. How are you, Chris? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Not bad, not bad. What are you thinking of this squad at the moment? Yeah, I just think it's been like a really good campaign. It just feels very different, just like progressively got better and sort of learned lessons from the past. And I guess my point is it just sort of feels like we've got better representation of like different clubs um, fitting into Scotland shirt. And I'm just thinking about in the past when we've had like a lot of the classic old firm players and I'm just wondering if like that rivalry in the past is kind of, even if it's unintentional, kind of played a part in basically the performances. Um, so I'm just thinking about the England team and had goals, Lampard, Gerrard, and all these key players representing big clubs, but for whatever reason, they just couldn't do it on the pitch. I thought I'd just reflect back, and I think like the Scotland team had this kind of similar issue. And it was just to get your guys' thoughts, if you think that's... That's a good question. I've thought about it before. I mean, we don't have, you know, some people would say that it doesn't matter. You go away for Scotland, you're all teammates anyway. I don't really have that. There's not loads of Celtic and Rangers players uh, in the squad. Chris thinks better off, maybe. Is is that anything in that? I actually think think Chris looks at it actually uh, over the decades. I don't don't think that's ever been the case. there There might have been... You know, a, a, a small time where there's been more significant, but even if you get hot back to the mm. Halcyon days of Scottish football, if you want to call it that, be back in the 60s and 70s, I, d- I don't think that there was a, a huge... I mean, it's always been a, a well-spread-out group of players, as it should be. You know? the, the sort of McLeish-Smith era would have had quite a lot, would it not? If you think sort of Davey Weir, Chris yeah, Boyd, yeah. Kenny Miller, mm. Stephen McManus. And by the way, I'm not saying these guys yeah. didn't go on at all. It's just to, to make Chris's no, point. You might have a few, but I, I, I genuinely don't think that there's got any part to play in whether you're successful or you're unsuccessful. What Steve Clark has done is he's got a, a group that got on well with each other, um, that bond uh, and you know both on the pitch and off the pitch, um, and there, and there just seems to be a really good balance um, about the squad. Um, and and I don't I don't think for one minute you look and, and think um, I think the game has changed so there there are more players from different nationalities yeah. involved at our top level now so I think that's part of the reason whereas maybe that wasn't the case because their squads, 20 will, or 30 have, their years squads ago. will just evolve I think would it have been towards the end of Strachan's era you, you know you could be talking. Um, you know, Kieran Tierney, Scott Brown, Stuart Armstrong, Lee Griffiths, Craig Gordon. There was a time when the team was was heavily mm-hmm. Celtic, for no reason other than Celtic squad have evolved, and they've they've got guys from Japan and yeah, Matt O'Reilly mm-hmm. played for Denmark last night as an example. Yeah, I'm with Jim. I don't see really that that's making any difference. I think we've just landed. Would you say lucky here that Steve Clark's been able to mould these guys into having great chemistry on and off mm-hmm. the pitch with each other, and they just look like a bunch of guys that love love playing together 
they're willing to win, be successful. They're they're doing the country proud, and I just think it's all about timing. Everybody bring, uh, getting brought together, and you look at the amount of players that we've now got in the Scotland squad that are playing at a very top level. Um, Chris, are most of the guys that have been in the squad are they nailed on for the Euros? What about some of the ones that are up for grabs? Like the guys have been debating. Any any thoughts on who should or shouldn't go? Yeah, I like the idea of Doc. I think he sort of brings something a bit different and the fact he's young, he's quite exciting. I think maybe that's something that we've not kinda of got up front. But um it's hard because like there'll be a lot of loyalty a lot of the players that's kinda of got us to this point, which makes sense. And of course we've got just got so many goals in the team from like midfield, McDominay, McGinn. I don't know, it's difficult. I don't know if we necessarily need a shank playing or a dot to carry us when we've got goals in other areas. But I think we do need like that as an option. So I'd be like more kind of lined up for them to sort of be brought on. Mm. Who, who's in that TBC bracket? Lauren Shanklin, does he, where, where is he for you? What about Ryan Jack? They, they were a couple of names that the guys have mentioned. Are they, where, where are they? Yeah, I think Shanklin has to go. He's an actual goal scorer. I think he's somebody where even if he doesn't start, you can sort of bring him on and he could basically potentially keep you in the sort of the tie and whatnot. Um I'm not sure about Jack. I think probably domestically, probably has to sort of cement his plays a little bit more, get a little bit more play time. I think there's probably people ahead of him in terms of the starting lineup. But maybe again, maybe a good option for somebody who, if there's injuries and whatnot, you can maybe rely mm. on him to sort of come in. I think but, that's uh, exactly the word, isn't it? Steve Clark w- would rely on him. He, he likes him clearly. A lot of loyalty there. Missed the last Euros due to injury. Absolutely would have gone to the yeah, last one. I, th- I think he's one of those players that does really well for Scotland. Actually, I think he actually at times looks a better player uh, in, in, in a Scotland jersey at times. The difficulty with Ryan is that he, he, he's had so many injury problems, you know, he, and when you go to tournament football, you're going to be playing you know, a succession of games in a very small period of time and it's whether he can cope with that, you know, physically. Um, so I think that's the reason, well, it's part of the reason why I, I would put him in the in the category that would be on the on the fringes rather than an automatic because I just, I'm just, mm. you know, for the, for the boys' sake, I, I don't know if he could play three games in the space of 10 days or whatever it happened to be that you've got competitive games. You were both, though, you know, Chris says Shankland has to go, remind mm. me, he was in both yeah. of your... Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt at all. Does, I, I think he brings something different. Um, that. What do you think Steve Clark thinks on that? What do you read into the fact that he comes on and scores, but then doesn't start the next game and, and Jacob Brown does? Well, I, I think that Jacob Brown, again, management is about, you know, saying to players that you're part of it. I think if you take Jacob Brown uh, over, Jacqueline wasn't in the original squad uh, against Georgia, you take him there, he's been with you pretty much, you know, all of his squads and never getting any game time whatsoever. I think you demoralise players. You know, players are thinking, I'm just turning up for the sake of here, I'm never going to get an opportunity. So I think there's a bit of man management there where you think, well, this is the perfect opportunity. There's no nothing strictly at stake. Start the boy, show them that you do feel that he's part of the squad, he can be part of it, and give him that, you know, you know, chance to be optimistic about the summer. And I think that was Man mm. management for me with, with, with Steve Clark. I think it was, you know, giving the player a boost psychologically, so that you know when he goes back to his club, he's thinking, I have got a chance of going here. Because I think if he had, hadn't given them any game time whatsoever, I think the boy would just have been deflated and thought, doesn't matter what I do, there's no chance of me going next summer. I agree with that. I, I, like I've looked at Jacob Brown, I've not seen a lot of them, but 
I quite like what I see in him. I think he's a decent footballer. I think he can get you goals. I think. Well, he what can... was it you did like? Because uh, you, you got a lot of criticism Sunday night. Yeah, but I, th- I think he works his, 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 his. As Jim said, it was very hard for him because he's been so patient waiting for a for an opportunity. And sometimes you can maybe over try a little bit, you know, to Obviously, in Scotland, we're really poor in the first half. Yeah. So, I mean, any striker, it doesn't matter who it is. I mean, literally, I had to get a touch of the ball mm. because. You know, Scotland were really off the pace. So was, was he on your plane? Unfortunately, no. <laughs> th- you had me confused. My, pl- just, my plane's, my plane's so you full. So you don't like him that much then? I, I do. I, like, fat, what I'm going to that? say is, I've got about six reserves You've got him doing the drinks trolley. And I can... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, probably. Baggage handler. And I can I can make a case for oh, that's probably listen, six listen, It's tough six at the top, you've got yeah. to make oh, decisions. I've picked, I've picked it. Chris I went Doak and I went Hanley. Chris, is Jacob Brown on your plane? Uh, probably not as it stands but um, I, I just think there's, there's better options ahead of him Fair enough alright thank you very much Chris in Hamilton sounds like we're not agreeing wholly on all these issues so what do you think 01419511025 tell us right now we'll get you on next Clyde One Super Scoreboard listen and watch check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Jim Duffy are here. They have picked their 23 for Germany next summer, but I want to know what you think, if you would agree or disagree with you, their suggestions. In fact, I think we're going to stick it up, made it a nice wee graphic for you, a nice picture of you looking about 20 is, years of age. Is my squad it. up there? Uh, yes. Tell me. Is Gilmore in the midfield? So you're now thinking you've left them out? I'm, I'm thinking producer John's left oh them out. Oh my goodness. Oh, but by accident, no. By accident, obviously. Well, by accident. You want him in. Let the record show that Billy Gilmore is in Gordon Dale's squad. No, no, he can. He's got 23. That would make it 24. No, not, take, not, not, do it then. No, no he's not. in. He's in. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> when we were going through your list, Jim Duffy, we didn't yeah. realise no. you left Lewis Ferguson out of the squad. Yeah, I know. Big call. I like that, Duff. Yeah. That's big. Why? This man makes Explain big your thinking. Yeah, because you can't fit everybody in. It's as simple as that. You know, there's a lot of good players that are not in the squad. I mean, Greg Taylor's not in the squad. Ah, but Lewis Ferguson's George, in all the squads. He's in the squads, but I just looked at the balance of the midfield and I think he would be. He's a, listen, he's a terrific young player. He's doing well in Italy. There's no question about that. Um, but if I, if I looked at the squad, I think there's more chance of the likes of Christie and Armstrong getting the nod ahead of Lewis Ferguson. So they're yeah, but both they, but they're not all. So who's the one really you've got then in terms of to it, differ? It, so it, it, Jacob Brown. It would either be Jacob Brown or Ben Doak. Because obviously I've put Ben Doak on his use. He's a bit of a wild card. Right, but you've included Brown as but well, and that's included, why Ferguson's Yes, because I, I think okay. in any tournament football, you have to try and have enough people that can win you the game. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I've went for the added front player. Will, and I've asked you to make your own decision, that's fine. Will Steve Clark take Lewis Ferguson? Though? I think right. he will. So he's, I think, a, he's I in think, the nailed on I don't on think ones. Ben yeah. Doak will go. This right. is okay. who I would, you've sure. asked me who I would take, Absolutely. not who Steve Clark would take. Or is that what you're asking? I don't really care. Just I'm asking if, if it's who we, Steve we, Clark would take, you would swap for Ferguson. Night. You can make up your own rules, it's fine. It's um, who I would take. Martin <laughs> is on the line. How are you, Martin? I'm very well, thanks very much for having me on. How are you doing, guys? Not bad at all, not bad, Martin. I know you've got a couple of points, but just on this debate, you know, about personnel and sort of who's nailed on and who's not and all that stuff, what are your thoughts? Um, A couple of things. I wouldn't be taking Ryan Christie. Um, I know that's probably a controversial uh, opinion, but 
Um, I think it's about time that the young ones um, had their time to shine. I would definitely be taking Lewis Ferguson, I'd be taking Ben Doak. Um, Steve I Clark would... will take Ryan Christie though, yeah? You'd acknowledge oh, that? Aye, aye, yeah, aye. Yeah. he will take him because he's a, he has a stick on for, for, for uh, Steve Clark. But in my opinion, if I was the... Well, if I was a Scotland manager, I wouldn't be sitting in my motor. <laughs> <laughs> um, could be. But, uh, I, what was it about Ryan Christie that doesn't do it for you in this context? A, I'm a, I've been a Celtic fan my whole life, and he was fantastic. But just watching his career, I just think he's just not as as reliable as he used to be. Um, that might just be that he's going through, you know, a spot or whatever. I'm no expert, but I just think that. You know, he's coming on as a sub nowadays instead of, you know, a shoe and as a starter. So um, I just think that if you throw a young person on, or, you know, the chances are that they'll they'll overdo, you know, they'll overperform. Um, what do you two think? To be fair, Martin acknowledges it's his personal take. Mm-hmm. Steve Clark will take, right, yeah. Christy? Um, 100%. And you would as well? Yeah. Um, I like Christy as a player, I always have. Um, I think he's. He's improving uh, when he, he's just signed a new contract. Yeah, right? has, yeah. Yeah, um, he's a Premier League player. Yeah, <laughs> that's one thing you know. I know Martin's saying about him, you know, maybe we're off the boil a little bit, but he's playing in the the best league in the world, the toughest league in the world, and he still gets a decent amount of and game I, time and at I that think, level. Yeah, and I think his work rate is brilliant, Jim. I really do. I think he, he covers every blade of grass. He's got that in his locker. He can get you a goal. How much do you take into account if you're trying to assemble a squad mm-hmm. like this? Like every squad's a jigsaw, but particularly something like this because you can't you can't go and sign a player with that skill set mm-hmm. you're looking yeah. for. You've only got that finite group. And as good as Scotland are, and as brilliant as they've done, is it fair to say the one thing that's maybe lacking is pace in, in an mm-hmm. attacking sense? And Ryan Christie's mm-hmm. probably the sharpest out of every. Does that? <laughs> well, I think in, term, in terms of pressing the game as well. I mean, he can play in a number of positions. He can play off the front. He plays. He can play just off Dykes or whoever is a central striker. He can play in a wide area. He can drop into midfield. I just think he gives Steve Clark more options in there. And I think when you're only taking 20 outfield players, you need one or two players who are, are quite adaptable. Not a whole host of them. You need your vast majority be nailed on the best in their position. But you do need one or two. Um, we said that Hickey can play either flank, and Christie's another one for me. He can play on the right, can play wide on the left, he can narrow in, he can play off the front. Um, and again, he's said in terms of his pressing, he's, he's really good at that. So I think he gives... He gives us different options, but I, I, listen, I, I'm with Martin as well. Listen, if you left <laughs> Christie out and took Lewis Ferguson, I don't think too many people would, mm. be, you know, would be, you know, o- you know, o- overly concerned because he's a terrific young player as well. And this is going to be the tough test for the manager. He will have to disappoint really good players, which is a, a change for us because we don't mm. often have as many good players to choose from. What about some of the other? Kind of, you know, to be confirmed, Martin. Um, as we, the guys have said, most are, are yeah. sort of nailed on. Are there any that that are particularly interesting to you between now and then? Definitely. Well, I'm, I'm actually going back to I'm a goalkeeper. Well, I was a goalkeeper for a long time ago, um, and I would give my left arm to have uh, to have Hanley in front of me um, every single day of the week. Um, so I don't think he's uh, to be confirmed. Um, I think the problem is that Steve Clark's got a headache. Every single player is capable of having a start on that team, which is a, a massive difference from, you know, when I was a kid. <laughs> um, you've got Robbo even, you know, brought that up um, on the TV the other day when he was getting interviewed, saying that you know the manager can go to the bench and bring on a world class player. 
you know, and, and it doesn't matter who we're going to say is going to be to confirm or whatever. It's going to be a difficult decision. Um, but either way, I, I think whoever it takes, we're going to do. Hopefully, we're going to do really well. But um, Hanley at the back, Hendry, um, for sure. Um, I wouldn't trust Scott Kelly with a bag of washing. Honestly, I just think that. Mm-hmm. Liam Kelly, the goalkeeper. Liam Kelly, Liam sorry, Kelly. Aye, aye, sorry, Liam Kelly. I, I, I know. I, I'm, Is that I'm, the I'm, one goalkeeper to the other? Or that compliment. hundred percent. I'm. And that's that's keen. I'm a wee bit of leeway as well. I, I'm. I'm from Motherwell originally. So Motherwell, even though I'm a Celtic fan, Motherwell's always been special place. Had a special place for me. But honestly. It, He's he's not doing it at club level. I don't even think he's he should be there. At, at, you know, at third keeper either. And that's that's a shame to say, but he needs to step his game up. It um, is, fu- is funny that because a couple of weeks ago we were getting some calls from Motherwell supporters criticising the captain, the goalkeeper. Um, I think he's always been very reliable for Motherwell. I think he's a, a very good goalkeeper indeed. Uh, but you're right. I don't think right now he's playing with the confidence that he. We've seen in the past with him, uh, but I think he's a quality goalkeeper that can, can turn that for him round. Yeah, I mean, listen, Motherwell went off the pace. I mean, you know, they've literally, you know, really, really dropped at their levels of performance and, and results, and that that's going to affect confidence of the players in front of them, and that in turn, I'm sure, has an impact on the goalkeeper. Um, so yeah, I, I get that. You know, Liam Kelly at this moment in time is not playing. At the level you would you would you would hope to be at, but there's a, there's a good few months to go, and uh, you know I, I, there's not too much. You mentioned earlier on Craig Gordon, but I think that the, the kind of Craig Gordon's under clap one, will, you know, will, will, will be the first fight there. Mm-hmm. And then what um, does that mean for Liam yeah, Kelly? Because <laughs> you know, depends what's under clap's yeah. doing, I suppose. Um, Martin mentioned an interesting name, Grant Hanley. Mm-hmm. So Martin wants him to be nailed on. You yeah. know, thinks he should be. He has had injury problems mm-hmm. and he's injured currently. Yeah. Steve Clark is a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, there was probably a little spell there, maybe even at the last Euros and coming out of it, would he, I think he was, he was Scotland's kind of best performer yeah, over, yeah. over that Defensively, period. Yeah. He's on my plane. I've um, got him on. He's boarded. Yeah. You've got Cooper out, haven't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's a hard one there because Cooper, will, the argument will be with Cooper that he gave, gives you that balance mm-hmm. on the left-hand side. I but, just but think, over, over this campaign, this group, when it, you know, it was... It was heading. It, it looks like you know if we played a big game tomorrow, if the opening day of the Euros was tomorrow, it's Henry and, and, and Tierney, Tierney mm. wouldn't it? Yeah, probably would be. Uh, but I think Hanley there is a backup. Mm. Hanley, yes, you're right. He's got some injury problems, but for me, I like defenders with decent pace, mm. and I think he's aggressive as well. I think he's good enough to go and play. As Martin said, I think that he is more of a, a natural old school defender. You know, he goes and competes, and you know, he dominates his, his the penalty box, like like a lot of you know modern day centre backs. You know, the you know sometimes uh, um, he's got he's got to be use the ball um, as we know. But I I think he's probably the best if you want to call it old school defender mm-hmm. in that area. But it's about balance of the squad and, and again, it's all to do with timing. If the guy gets himself fit and back into the, the team again and playing the regular basis, yeah, yeah, he and could definitely, it's, it's he could definitely a be credit to those other three guys though. And this, this isn't a criticism of, of Grant Hanley, it's a credit to the other guys that haven't really felt like 
He's been missed. Yeah. Well, Portis has He's been done so fire. well, hasn't Portis, he? Portis, you've got I think Portis has surprised most people. Oh, uh, Jim, I, I'm first to put my hand up. I couldn't mm. believe when the lad came into the Scotland mm. sort of a set up. I was thinking to myself, mm, this could be a level too, mm. too far up mm. for you. He's been absolutely excellent, mm-hmm. you got to say. But he's probably, he's probably there with Tierney as the two first picks and then somebody else if they're playing a back three because he's been that important. Mm-hmm. On the other debatable ones at the moment, Martin, is Shankland in? Oh, aye. Aye. Oh, aye. Oh, he's certain. Well, scoring on his, his debut, Hank, he's just shown that the hunger he needs um, to go. Um, Martin, you're a Celtic fan, you say, didn't you? Yeah. Is Greg Taylor in? No. Right, okay. Just too many yeah, other options in that area. There's no room for him, and mm-hmm. I would love to say that he would be in, but no, I'm not. I've got my green tinted glasses on the day. No, but it's quite uh, unusual if you think about it. The Celtic, mm-hmm. you know, champions, a boy that plays yeah. every single week, played every week under Postacoglu, plays every game yeah. under Brendan Rodgers. You would think that would be a nailed on certainty yeah, we, for we, international yeah. football. Just happen to have in, some world class options in, in that area. Most, most people, I mean, even as a Mm-hmm. Second part playing behind Andrew, and it's, it's an incredible it's kind of area, strange isn't it? I mean, that even, you're thinking that's that, not going to happen because you've got well, you've got Robertson and Tierney, have, and Hickey can go and, over and it. Hickey, who's a very, very good English Premier League player. Yeah, and that's, a, that's how I think. I don't think it's anything to do with uh, Taylor's ability. Jim makes a great mm-hmm. case for him. The manager he's playing under, he's a first pick, and he's been absolutely terrific. But I just think when you're looking at the overall squad, you need players to adapt, and I think we've got a full house over there. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts from you, Martin? Just one more, um, if you don't mind, I don't have to up a lot of your no, time. Um, we're here for it. Uh, uh, Steve Clapp has undoubtedly been a fantastic mould, uh, moulding uh, manager, coach. Um, but I think the last 10, 15 years, the, the, the way grassroots football has evolved, and the way that young kids are being taught how to play football and, you know, teenagers, is this is just testament to that. So I, I, I wouldn't say it's just all down to Steve Clark and his, his team. I would definitely say that, you know, for decades, Scottish football has been struggling at grassroots level. Um, and we've not been able to produce uh, superstars. And here we go, you know, as I've been part of it myself, um, a while back, um, I could see the changes the SFA were doing at youth level and at, and at infant level, and it's just this is the kind of fruits of their labour, really, to be honest. So, um, well done, them. Thank you very much to Martin. Good time for you to call. Of course, you can tweet, and if you head over uh, to Twitter at Clyde SSB, you will see the teams, the squads chosen by Gordon DL and Jim Duffy, and you can call up and tell them just, just how wrong they've got <laughs> exactly. it. Uh, but in the meantime, let me tell you all about this. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with J&D Pierce, Scotland's premier structural steel specialist, proud to support the local community. Yes, it is that time of the year. I'm going to start a new feature this week on the show. It's called Andy Halliday's Christmas Tree. He revealed last night his Christmas tree is up. All right. Too early for you? Yeah. Just a wee tad, mate. It's probably got beginning of December. Beginning of December. You don't put one up, do you? Oh, of course you don't. (laughs) That's wasting me this conversation. Uh, Like, never. Never, no. Right, anyway, uh, never mind. Uh, it is that time of the year, and we know that it's going to be a particularly difficult time for a lot of local families because it, it always is on any given year for some people. And this year, with the cost of living crisis making things worse for everybody, but especially families who are already in uh, or close to the poverty line, we're just hoping that you can 
club together help us make a difference by supporting Cash for Kids Missing Christmas now to hear exactly what difference your money makes here's John Bosco Western Bartonshire Community Food Share is a food and clothing bank it helps families in poverty um, and it's actually Claire sorry Claire from the group is going to tell us about a family she's worked with we had a family get in touch who both parents are out working and have never ever been in this situation before. They contact us a week before the two of them are due to get paid because there's no food left in the house, there's no money. That was a very difficult call because they found it very, very hard to get in touch and ask for that help. I mean, in some parts of Glasgow in the West, it's one in two children that live in poverty, which is alarming and that is an understatement we can't always make it this big magical day we're just trying to make it a little bit different for thousands of children right on our doorstep and we can guarantee every penny 100% of the funds raised goes straight back to those families that need it the most it'll make such a difference if you want to help out and please do you can donate at clyde1.com forward slash mission that's cash for kids mission christmas with jnd pierce scotland's premier structural steel specialist proud to support the local community 9511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy and Gordon DL are here so 141951025 you can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB I was just looking through Twitter uh, looking for some of your replies about the team and I noticed our news team uh, reporting lots of homes without power um, in yeah. the Glasgow area, Bears Den, Mary Hildrum Chapel. Are you? Yeah. You got a little power cut of you? Yeah, so I'm like to go to the Dazzlers tonight. I was, I was going over, I was back to, the, back to the good old days with candles, but then again, there's always candles <laughs> everybody's house these days. It just made me think, and I don't mean to make light yeah. of what can be a serious situation, and I hope everyone's okay, but it made me think, I bet Hugh Keevans has still got a plug in radio. He just will, you know, he will. Yeah. You know, like most people might be listening on the smart devices, <laughs> the phones, or whatever. His will plug in, yeah. and he listens every night. Religiously, oh, Bears Den, Mary Hildrum oh, Chapel. I think there's a good chance oh, that's his neck of the woods. A fear for um, <laughs> I mean, I he, he might he, have a wee wind up one. Actually, he used to get wind up ones. He so does remember. Surprised if, uh, he does remember life before electricity. Anyway, so I suppose <laughs> if one man is is used to it, we'd be fine. But give us a text, Shug. Let us know that you're safe. Four one four one nine five one one zero two five. Uh, what have we got on here? We did say that we have tweeted the 23 mm-hmm. as chosen uh, by you two there on Twitter. Um, Darren Murray's just not, he says, Lewis Ferguson's better than every midfielder mm-hmm. in your squad. That's a stretch. I mean, I, yeah. he'd be in mind, but oh, that's a stretch, isn't it? He's better than McGinn and Gilmore and McTominay and stuff like that. I think if you're, uh, you know, up for sale, I, I don't think that would uh, quite equate, but. I've said before, Lewis Ferguson's a terrific player. I, I've no doubt about him whatsoever in terms of a quality of player. I'm just looking at the mm-hmm. overall squad and the balance of the squad and I don't see him playing uh, in a, a regular uh, basis in, in the, the starting fine. 11. Let's go to the phones where Nadim has some thoughts. Let's hear them, Nadim. How are you, Gordon? You OK? I'm good, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks, good. Um, yeah, just my, my thoughts, I suppose, I was saying to the producer there that I think um, in games where we've, we've struggled to kind of break teams down, like, um, I know we did okay in the end against Georgia, but it was a bit, that was a really stuffy game, you know, and we'll have probably games like that, the Euros. I think you've got to take someone that's got a bit of something different about them, you know, maybe a bit of pace, a bit of, a bit of imagination, and I think Ben Doak brings that, you know, so I, I get, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think our midfield is, is definitely the strongest part of our squad. And we've got some great midfielders in there, but I think you know none of the, none of those midfielders 
you know, you, you wouldn't, none of them are going to take somebody on, beat two or three players, you know, and maybe score a goal or get a good cross into the box. But we don't really have the closest probably is Ryan Christie. Um, but I don't, I, I, my personal opinion, I know you said what Steve Clark will do, but my personal opinion would be take Ben Doak. I probably wouldn't take um, Christie. Uh, and in place of him, I would certainly take Lewis Felix. And I know just touched on that there, Gordon, that, that you know, that I, I think you've, you've got to look at the level that these guys are playing at. Um, Lewis Felix is playing in Serie A. He's an absolutely brilliant Serie A, scoring goals for fun in a league that is much better than the Scottish League. Do you know, much better than the Scottish League. I know that Christie plays the Premiership, but he doesn't always get his game. For, for Bournemouth, you know, so so I think I think you, you've got to take that into account. I think, unfortunately, as a Rangers fan, I think Ryan Jack will miss out, which is a shame because he was he was instrumental in getting to the last Euros. I think he was a he was a good kind of he was, yeah. team, and you know, and he missed out through injuries. I don't know if that'll play a part in Steve Clark's mind. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, not just since we're discussing it. I mean, I think Ryan Christie's certainly played most of the games. Maybe not always from the start for Bournemouth. Did get a new contract, mm-hmm. but I'm just on about the. The accuracy of it, everyone's got their opinion, and it doesn't necessarily matter whether, um, I'm, like I say, not trying to disagree with it, but just to try and bring a bit of clarity to that one. Um, but I suppose you could take them all, though, Nadim, or have you got, have you got Jacob Brown in your squad? Would you have Lauren Shankland in there? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I suppose, um, yeah, I, I, I think Jacob Brown, I mean, I, I, was, I was at a game, I was a part, I'm part of Tatan Army, I was at a game on Sunday, and I just, I, I, you know, I, he's a brilliant, he, he's a brilliant runner, and he runs in behind, you know, and he and he'll, he'll come back and he'll defend, and he's he's got pace as well, I suppose. But you know, he had that great chance, and, and I know everybody says that if Lawrence Shannon was there, he'd have scored. It's easy to say that, but I think his record speaks for itself. You know, I think he scored seven goals in the last seven games, so he's you know he's he's doing really well. And, and that, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I mean, I'm not one for criticising players or, or or managers, but what I would say about Steve Clark is. I think he's too loyal to some players, and I get why he's loyal to, to, to Jacob Brown because as Gordon said earlier on, that he comes to most squads, and you know, so it was Jim that said that he comes to most squads and, and he doesn't get a game. I get that, but surely as, as a manager, his main concern should be the best team that can get us through the group, mm. you know, and qualify from the group. So, and Shannon gives you that. Yeah, just generally, I actually think some of that's overstated. See, if you look at the squad, the way it's evolved, look at this, look at that night in Serbia, which wasn't that long ago, qualifying for that. You could run through. The lot of them, Declan Gallagher and Considine and McBurney and Griffiths. And so I, I feel the loyalty mm. thing from Stephen Clark's a little bit overstated. There's consistency sort of now. I, I just wonder if it's overstated. But the real issue I think we should go on to, Nadim Bendo has to go. Yeah, all day. All day in gym now. That's the one we've agreed on. Um, look, if you're, if you're one of these squad players that you've contributed in the campaign and they take you take a young lad and you miss out. You're going to be you're going to be extremely disappointed. Of course you are, but I think for Steve Clark to look at it, you're going to look at a tournament. You might might need something just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, he brings great energy. He'll play with no fear whatsoever. He's another what seven months down the line before we get to Euros, whatever it may be. Another bit of experience. He's training with Liverpool. He's in the first team squad. The boy's just oozing with confidence, but I just believe that he can give us something a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, God, we had a, a chat on here a few years ago when I was ranting, uh, ranting on about Billy Gilmer and, uh, you know, wanting him in the, in the squad long before he was um, a regular part of the, the, the kind of Chelsea first team squad at that particular time. And I, I just think sometimes we wait too long, not too long, but, you know, we, we, we're a wee bit... 
um, you know, careful rather than put our talented young players uh, ahead of the pack and say, right, he's a terrific player. He's in the Liverpool squad, first team squad. He's training with them. He's getting a reasonable amount of game time for this level at this age. Therefore, he must have real quality. And I'm with Gordon. I think he is a wild card. I understand that. He, he gives you um, direct mm-hmm. pace. Uh, he gives you that take a player that Nadim is talking about there. It can go up to opponents, go buy them. Um, something that we don't have. Uh, and I think that that's the reason why. And I think... Because it's know, just one though, isn't it? Because yeah. generally yeah, speaking, you yeah. would say... Well, you know, we we don't play wingers, Steve. Cl- so mm. therefore, fine. You don't take two or three because you're right. You know, yeah. we don't play. Don't play the system. But I've even had a look at him in his early stages. You mm. could probably just play him off. You know, in that Linden Dyke. Uh, yeah, I Lancaster think a lot of people do think sort of he thing. will play eventually. Play, play like a, a ten, yeah. uh, like a ten, or even as, as a striker. But the ten, you think maybe a ten. Well, the Liverpool way is those kind of three. Yeah. You know, what is, what is Mo Salah? Is he a stri- he's, he's yeah. not a winger. In yeah, the exactly. Well, I think sense. when they look at the the the. The sky stats, they always put him as a midfielder, you know, because he's in that 4 3 3 position. But he's, he's, he's got, was it, 200 goals? <laughs> so uh, I just think he, he, he gives us that wee bit of star quality that we maybe don't have in that particular area of the pitch. We're thin in that area of the pitch. As far as the, the rest of the squad goes, it's about football's about evolution. You know, your, your squad evolves. You look at players, some players do well for you for a period of time, and then other players come to the fore or overtake them. And, you know, there has to be room for um, talented young players. Listen, it could be Lewis Ferguson, who's a talented young player. It could be Ben Doak. It could be someone else might emerge over the next six, seven months. But, yeah, I think I think that um, he is one that we could give an opportunity because, we'll have, was it three friendlies, I think, before mm-hmm. we go? Three, three, possibly four friendlies. Yeah. So the perfect opportunity for me Do to you... give him international recognition in these games and see how he fits in, not just to the team. It's so important for Steve Clark mm-hmm. that he fits in... To the to, shape. To, you know, no, to, to the, the environment. Yeah, yeah, to the environment within Nadine, the team. Do you read anything into the fact that this doubleheader was... I'm obviously not meaningless, far from it, but the qualification was done. Did read anything into the fact that you know he, he wasn't called up in this squad? Would that um, been a chance to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Would have been a chance to do that, but also would have been a chance to play Laurie Shannon some more minutes, and he never did that either. Mm. So when I talk about loyalty, that's what I'm talking about. You know, I appreciate you're saying that it's, it's more consistency, and I get that, but. You know, there was a chance to play Lawrence Shanklin, you know, maybe give him a full half, 45 minutes, and he never did that. So, I, so my personal view is I would take Ben Doak, but I don't think, I don't think Steve Clark... Well, oh, you, you don't think he will? I don't think, he, I don't think he'll take him, mm. no. I don't think he will either. No? Mm. No, I agree with Oh, him. really? Yeah. All oh, right. OK. I, I would certainly take him, but I don't think Steve Clark will, because I think Steve Clark, we're not saying loyal, but I think he looks at the, the two picks mm. that probably we're trying to guess... And I think he'll probably go for guys. Oh, that look, look, maybe I'm being pedantic because he clearly is loyal, and that's all Nadim was trying to say. I just mean that if you you look, the, the, the squad has it has evolved mm. a number of times since. If everybody's since he took fit, over. I don't. If, the current squad that's there mm. just now, I don't think. If every if, listen, sadly, if somebody misses out through injury yeah. or has an issue near the time, then they may well, of course, opportunities for him and not one or two other players. Thank you, Nadim. Some good points, well made. It's that time of the night already, though. Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun. Co. UK slash football.
Right, it is Beat the Pundit time 01419511025 and you have to call before the end of the news if you want to play so let's hear from you The winning team all season long This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy and Gordon DL are here If you head over to Twitter at Clyde SSB You can see the 23 that they've chosen To be on the plane for Germany And of course they'll have something that you disagree with So why not send us a tweet, give us a call If you do want to move the discussion on To something more club domestic football related We are absolutely here for that as well 01419511025 So get your calls in Before we do that though The highlight of most evenings on here Let's do it <laughs> With the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Okay, it is beat the pundit time. Who did we have last night? Easy win for Andy Halliday last night. Um, but they two are a bit of, they kind of know it all. You need to split them up. Halliday and Hannah. A bit, a bit boring, really. Yeah. A, bit, a bit geeky, the two of them really need to get out of Minus a one. Um, oh, he's going to minus two, whether he likes it or not, um, at some point in the future. Tonight, <laughs> Callum and Edinburgh is going to play. How's it going, Callum? Hi, I'm good, thanks Gordon, yeah, you? Yeah, not bad, have you ever played before? Yeah, I have, yeah How did it go? Yeah, yeah, beat Hugh, uh, managed to edge out Hugh Keevans a wee while ago, it was last season so. Good, I mean, he's very beatable, yeah. so he'll give a little bit of credit, but not too much <laughs> um, Right, if it's heads, you will take on Jim Duffy, Tails, Gordon, DL Actually worried about you tonight, more than, more than normal How are you feeling? Oh, my throat's killing me Because you're not well And you're, you're prone to a, a lapse in concentration or two oh, On Big Pun t- as it is <laughs> And you're, you're not well <laughs> Big time, this could be the easiest victory Good man's under the weather, give him a break I know he is um, I mean, Gregor had tweeted in during the break there to say Ask DL if he enjoyed his Blue Lagoon on Saturday He had half of it on his face <laughs> You were spotted <laughs> So we chippy, did you? Oh, I did, I did. Uh, what did you go for? No, oh, I went fish All day Just always? Always Salt and vinegar? Yes. Brown sauce? No pickle. Any sauce? <laughs> no. None? No. So what did you just did the, you had like the grease all over your face then oh, according to Gregor? Yeah, yeah, I was I was enjoying that, I've got to See, say. See that's listen, that's the life in the fast lane of a celebrity in Glasgow in the West. You cannot tuck into a fish supper listen, in the city centre without our listeners spotting. I you. not caring because I was starving. There were three is all wiring into mm. our our chippies. But listen, yeah, you can't. This, this show that you forget the reach, the power, the influence. Oh, I know, I know. I, I can't tell you about my journey, my train journey. I was in St Andrews at the weekend, and sleepy little St Andrews. Life of a celebrity. And at one point, a guy stood up in his chair in the pub and just chanted the Super Scoreboard theme tune over and over mm. and over again. <laughs> that was my cue to leave for the couple of roads. It's far too much. Uh, anyway, right, Callum heads. It's Jim Duffy tails. It will be. Gordon DL under the weather he may be and it is the coin cares not for your health status it's tails it's Gordon up against Callum Um, so what we'll do is give Gordon some greatest hits radio to listen to and that means it's just you and I Callum 30 seconds answer as many as you can and pass if you don't know the answer okay no bother right let's do it then your time starts now Derek Adams was at which club before returning to Ross County Morecambe Which St Mirren player came off the bench for Northern Ireland last night? McLennan uh, Who were the last Edinburgh side to win the Scottish Cup? Hibernian Who was the last player to be sent off for Celtic in the league? Joe Hart Which Welsh side progressed to the semis of the Trust Trophy at the weekend? Pass Who's got more Rangers goals? Morelos or Boyd? Boyd Who went top of Scottish League 2 at the weekend? 
Dennis Smør. Let's bring Gordon oh, Beale back. Callum's your worst nightmare on Is a it? night like this. Okay. On any night, but particularly when you're feeling a bit... Right, go. I think they're no bad, mate. A bit rough. Of course he. 30 seconds starting now Derek Adams was at which club before returning to Ross County? Markham Which St Mirren player came off the bench for Northern Ireland last night? Oh Pass who, who were the last Edinburgh side to win the Scottish Cup? Um, Hibs Who was the last player to be sent off for Celtic in the league? Um, Cam McGregor Which Welsh side progressed to the semis of the Trust Trophy at the weekend? Airbus Who scored more goals for Rangers Morelos or Boyd? Ah uh, Boyd who went top of Scottish League 2 at the weekend? Falkirk. <laughs> Falkirk's not in League 2. No, they're in League 1, <laughs> Callum, you must have done enough. You must have. Who was it, Dumbarton or Stirling? Head. Steny. <laughs> None of them. Callum, how are you feeling? You must be confident. Relatively. You, ne- you never want to, you never want to rule it out of when you're Callum, spot. listen, you can dive in two-footed all you want. You'll be fine. Derek Adams, Morecambe, you both got it. One each. I can't give you it, Callum. It was close, but it wasn't right. Connor McMenamin. I think he said, McCle- I think he said like McClelland or something. Oh, unlucky, um, Callum. So it is one all. I'd have given you that. I mean, I, d- I don't know the last time we had a Hibs fan on Beat the Pundit. And then the next question who's the last Edinburgh side to win the Scottish Cup? Who's a Cup? Hibs fan? Yeah. 216. Yeah, you, you got it as well, though. So I we're, was still, there. we're still level. Who was the last player to be sent off for Celtic in the league? This is when I knew Callum was a player because he's a Hibs fan. Right, hold on. Let but he still th- knew this Let me think who that was Joe Hart Against Livy Just a couple of weeks oh, ago Oh Did Callum get that? Give him the ball for yeah, that um, Fair enough Airbus is the only Welsh team you know So TNS. I, I get why you put it But it was TNS And mm-hmm. Callum got that? No Is this going to be the year That we have the humiliation Of a Welsh team Winning, <laughs> winning the Trust w- Trophy Winning the Scottish Trust mm. Trophy I was unlucky with Airbus there I thought Good um, guess Good guess you both went Chris Boyd It's Alfredo Morelos apparently Surprised at that I must admit More goals than Chris Boyd Yeah I must admit Is Chris Boyd no over 200 goals or something like that? I'm surprised I wonder if that's just Morelos is Europe Would there be his goals at Kelly as well? No it's four Rangers Anyway uh, You both went the same answer mm. It doesn't matter yeah, um, Possibly yeah you're right I'm going to um, And Stenhouse Muir And Callum got that, that mm. You've got to hold your hands up Callum is a Phenomenal performer uh, uh, Listen I'm not too Disappointed with that Stenhouse Mayor When they're going to Jim would you nah, I thought it was Peter Head Nah man. Well go. done Callum It was a You got me in a bad a night Four, four back two, in Thank you Gordon. Thank you Four two win Well done Callum mm-hmm. What are you thinking yeah. about The high bees when Domestic stuff comes back Aye to be fair I'm, I've kind of been At more Scotland games Than Hibs recently So I was kind of Hoping <laughs> to talk about them well, uh, Listen carry on then Who's on your plane For Germany And who's not don't need to run through them all, but what are your main thoughts? Yeah. In terms of the squad that, that came uh, is, is in place just now, I think that sadly Ryan Jack will probably come out. Um, wouldn't really make too many other. I, I don't know about, I think that Xander Clark and Jacob Brown have really played themselves more out than in. Um, but it, it was an amazing campaign. Glad to go to, um, manage to make it to all of the qualifying cam- oh, uh, games home and away. So, uh, some amazing memories. Home and away? Mm. Yeah. Superb. Really. Callum, what, what, is, what? is Ryan Porter surprising or do you think he was going to, always going to be as, you know, as consistent as as he's, as he's shown in, in a Scotland jersey I'm talking about? I mean, I, I know that folk will think that I'm biased, but mm-hmm. I thought he always had it. His temperament was obviously quite questionable, but... I think he always had the, you know, the ability. Um, um, you know, you can. It's weird to think that he actually came into it as did he only make the one appearance against Ukraine before this campaign. So, yeah. 
and then played every competitive. He played every competitive yeah. game, didn't he? Up to the up to the other night um, when things exactly. were changed. Um, so, what was, he's been phenomenal as well. They've, they've all, yeah. I, I actually think that just about every member of the squad contributed, even like. Some like Liam Cooper came on against Norway and, and was really good away from home. So, um, aye, what a campaign! Amazing memories. Yeah, let's, let's not forget the eight minutes that Dominic Hayam got in Oslo. There you go. That'll be the ah, trivia question go. from uh, this campaign. Mm. Not got him on the plane, do you? No. Um, well, away days are always better, Callum. I take it nothing tops Oslo since you were nah, there at them nothing. all. I mean, Georgia was pretty good as well um, because the, the home fans were really volatile. Like, it was horrendous there. We were getting coins chucked out. Oh, really? Me and my pal got scunned by a pint, but, uh, you know, oh, wow. it kind of, you know, ended up ended up being well worth it when, when Shankle put in the equaliser. Yeah, well then. Spain at home, though, how does that compare to Norway away? Um, no, I think that Norway, those, those few minutes, in, well, two minutes mm-hmm. in Norway, I think it's probably the best ever. Um, I think that the only way that would have been beaten had been uh, held on against England. Uh after the Griffiths three kicks, but you know mm. that obviously has a sour taste in the mouth because of how that finished. But um, yeah, the Norway games is unparalleled for me. So yeah, brilliant. I'm not going to ask Gordon Dia what his favourite two minutes is. No, absolutely not. Oh one four one nine five one one zero five. Yeah, I mean, listen, that wasn't great for you and beat the pundit. My my highlight, actually, and your colleague, Roger Hanna, you know, he doesn't let anything no, she uh, slip by. You did suggest that Ryan Strain came on. Mm-hmm. For Northern Ireland, he did play international football today, but for Australia, <laughs> which is a wee bit further yeah. away than Northern Ireland. I thought, do you know what I was very pleased with tonight? My Airbus one. <laughs> it was wrong. I know, but it was a good guess. A Welsh team. It's it's just, just, exactly. It's, it's the only the Welsh. Is this? It's the only Welsh team I know. Uh, no, no, I'm not having that. Team. Uh, thanks to Callum, by the way, he's won the sign ball as well. Uh, you can tweet us as well if you if you too spotted Gordon Dale eating fried food at the weekend, uh, or like Moan the Jags, great show, guys. If the likes of Harvey Barnes or Anthony Gordon mm-hmm. picked Scotland, who would they get in the squad ahead of Brown and Shankland? I doubt either will happen. But we need the best players in these tourneys. Get big Brian Graham in the team. Mm. Now we know who won the Jags nineteen seventy one supports. Um with no disrespect to Brian Graham, we'll assume that one was a, a bit of tongue in cheek. How fascinating would it be if between now and the summer Harvey Barnes and or Anthony Gordon, for example, decided they fancied it? Well, there's a major tournament coming up and all players want to enhance their uh, careers and their egos. So they might think, well, there's no chance of making an England squad. There is a chance of getting a Scotland squad. So I'll all of a sudden, well, Steve Clark, I'll, 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 I'll learn, the, learn the words um, to the, Scot- the Sc- know, Scottish to, to the proclaimers 500 miles. I know they're, <laughs> I know they're fantastic footballers, but Steve Clark, the sort of manager would open his arms to that. Again, I think that but the, the, you know they get the people are tweeting in or saying there about uh, getting the best players and. I suppose if Anthony Gordon did develop, I know he's playing strike at this moment in time because of the injuries to, to you know Callum Wilson and uh, Isak. So he is playing up there, and he is very, very quick and very direct. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Listen, if you're playing for a club like um, at Newcastle at that level, and if you were playing on a regular basis, you would have to mm. say it would be very difficult to to rule him out. I mean, I think to Gareth Southgate not say you know he's close to cop. He's only mm-hmm. twenty two. Um, you wonder what his thoughts are in terms of England future. Harvey Barnes is 25. He actually has an England cap, though, just the one. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of, I don't know, morally, that, that's a bit strong. It's a bit over the top. 
you'd be comfortable with it. Did Would Angus Gunn not one time say, you know, turn the opportunity yeah. down well, to, yeah, to, and, yeah, and then change, change his mind? And I think that you know that, that, that he's probably not but, the only but, player but, o- o- over over the course of um, you know choices but, to play for a country. But my point is, is Steve Clark going to have a look at what's happened here through these campa- campaigns? The guys that have turned up every single one of the games, international games, and then look at two guys who, let's face it, terrific talents, I totally agree with, great players, and basically they pick that they want to go to the Euros. So you think it's like the timing of it? Yeah. Like to, so it becomes a bigger deal if they suddenly swoop in at the last yeah. the last minute two, between now and then? Two, fl- two seats in the plane and they go, and well, two people have... I've been left out. Well, maybe they could argue the other side is that why didn't you pick me when you knew I could have been? I was available for Scotland months ago. Why did you not pick me then? You have to imagine some of it's kind of on their terms, no? Well, we don't know. Well, I mean, take, that, uh, and that. another one who presumably I don't know if Bridges are burnt or whatever. But I mean, Elliot Anderson who's played mm. for the Twenty Ones. Yeah, he did get named in a squad, pulled out. Pulled out. Mm. Reports yeah. that he didn't like the training, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Um, it, it does seem like. Well, put it this way: If Steve Clark could have had Anthony Gordon five squads ago, I feel like he would have done it. No, yeah, but why would they then not just come out and say, "Listen, we approached Anthony. He decided that he's or he's not decided where he wants to lie." So at this moment in time, I'm going to focus on the guys who do want to play for Scotland. I thought there's any matter with that. And then if a couple of months down the line he decides, that he, you know, he wants to play for England or he wants more time, then fair enough. You know, what I mean, listen, it is big decisions, and and I think you kind of split loyalties. I mean, if you're you know, father or grandfather was Scottish or English, whatever I'm saying, when you moved down south, you're going to get brought up that way, you're going to be schooled that way, you're going to be in the system, in the English system, and then maybe mm. further down the line, you know, you've still got a little bit of feeling for, you know, um, Scotland or whatever I'm saying. So I think, I think it can change, and you can change as you get a wee bit older. Every case, I think Scott McTominay done that as well. Say, every case is different, so you can't broad brush them all, but there was, I do remember elements of this discussion in Scott McTominay, Got called up and now he is in everybody's mind mm-hmm. the player of the campaign. Yeah. Angus Gunn, we're all very glad, I think, that, that it happened, even though I think he said before and he liked some tweet about Scotland getting knocked out or whatever it was. I think Lyndon Dykes, I know, I think Lyndon Dykes absolutely stated he was Australian and he wasn't Scottish, you know, at all. You know, at one point and then again, Jane. So I, I think. I think is it, so is it the timing? No, it's the timing for me. Uh, it's the timing for me. Mm. And that's why I think that Steve Clark would probably have taken thoughts in that. Could you? I, I don't know. Maybe to some people this doesn't matter at all. You know, you're, you've got your principles and, and you're sticking to it. I suppose, though, the better the player, player. that the more uh, flexible your, your principles might be. That that's just the nature <laughs> yeah, but, of football. But, but Steve, Steve Clark and the Scotland team. It's very well known about this group of guys, and you said that about uh, young Ben Dolk. Mm-hmm. He needs to see if he fits into this squad, yeah, this, this environment. Yeah. This co- of course he does. So I don't think Steve Clark's the kind of guy that's going to, as much as these boys are terrific footballers, mm. I don't think he's going to upset that group. Yeah, I think he would look at the situation, but I don't know if he would do There's it. There's another element to add to this then. What do you think? If Anthony Gordon or the likes Harvey Barnes declared themselves, would they go in your European squad? Get your calls in on that. Uh, Robert is in Knightswood. I thought we were going to speak to Robert. He's just dropped off. So, Robert, give us a call back uh, if you can. And if you want to switch focus to domestic football, this could be a good time to do that. 01419511025. Let me tell you about this first. Make me a 
The call went to five rings on today's Make Me A Winner. If you play, answer within five rings. Say Make Me A Winner straight away to get the cash straight away. We could make you the winner of £140,000. Just imagine the style in which you would go to the Euros uh, if you won that. That's when we Any make the next call. you can get me that? No. <laughs> no many nowadays, honestly. <laughs> You're right. Uh, I'm, if, you I'm win, if you win, you'll have the cash in the bank straight away. Just imagine Black Friday sales, Euros, Christmas, cost of living crisis, whatever it is, that money could go to good use. If you want to win, you need to be in the draw, though. So we have teamed up with our stations across the UK to bring you this incredible prize. And if you want involved, text yes to six. 1025 It's £2 to text Plus your standard Network rate You can enter at Clyde1.com For £2 Or call 0330-880-4523 And the calls are charged At a standard rate It's over 18s only And the entries Since Kate won on Monday Have rolled over All the other rules For this network competition Are online So if you get the call From us after 3pm tomorrow Wednesday the 21st Answer within 5 rings Say make me a winner Straight away to win the hundred and forty thousand pounds, text yes to six one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it, watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. Taking your calls on Scottish football. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Jim Duffy and Gordon DL are here. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter. At Clyde SSB If you want to switch focus to domestic football Rather than the international stuff This might be uh, a good time to do so uh, I know it's only Tuesday And we've got a bit of time to go But still, uh, I know lots of you out there Chomping at the bit for the return Of the SPFL Scottish Cup this weekend as well actually, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, get your calls in please um, Whilst we give the guys this question <laughs> The full-time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride. Slat wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices. Tough one this, I'm afraid. Mm. And it's that, this guy, every, if he's going to send questions Boring. in. No, no. You know that parody account of yours, Gordon DL's unusually large nose, um, who sent this in. Can you name the last five non-British or Irish goalkeepers to play for Celtic and Rangers? So five each. Can you name the last five non-British or Irish goalkeepers to play for Celtic and Rangers? Non-British or Irish? Yep. Um, I like you to nudge Jim Duffy. Seagrass. Yes, Benjamin Seagrass. The good thing for you is I won't even ask you where they're from because that will just confuse Belgium, things. Norway, no, Switzerland. Poland, but anyway, Switzerland. <laughs> Right neck of the woods You were right. at least close okay. on that Is it five each For Rangers Celtic Or just five in total uh, So five for Rangers Five for Celtic right, Ten right. overall Right okay So five and five right. uh, Celtic Scotland Rangers um. Oh <laughs> wow nah. I thought you'd get more than this Off the bat Give us a couple of minutes no? we'll, we'll, we'll get a few just a tell you about the time we get. Oh, there's a, get the a famous like, like some of them are like fringe, you know, backup goalies or whatever. And but Rain, there's a Rangers one here that's, you know, Stephen Close. Stephen Close. Okay. Any more before we move on? Borich. Uh, no. So he's not in the last. He's not in the last five. But you're not like you're not miles out. Um, there is a countryman of Peter, Arthur Boric in there. Um, 
Yeah, what was his name? <laughs> Some Polish guy. <laughs> it's your pal, Mark Wilson. It's his pal. <laughs> What's his name? Come on, Jim, you should know this. Nah, Played to. for Dundee United as well. <laughs> oh, you two. You two are beyond help. Anyway, right, we'll, you, you've got the answers in front of you. We'll leave it there, fulltime at Clyde1.com, if you want to hear your question used on the show. Um, do you know what I discovered today? Today is a big day for anniversaries. Because Jim Duffy's a learned man. Not, no, it's not all about Scottish football not with him. Quizzes, I'm not. He, was, he was telling us in the office it is the anniversary of what? JFK's Today. assassination There you go He was telling us that in the office Wasn't yeah, he? Yeah he was That's a significant years, yeah, a, a significant, significant day In history yeah. In history A very very significant day in history Slightly less Significant You would have to say With no disrespect What anniversary is this For you And I'm not talking about Any of your marriages Before Before you go there St Andrew's Day No This isn't St Andrew's no, Day Coming up on for about. St Andrew's Day Coming up for St Andrew's nope. Day Nope Today Oh, JFK is tomorrow, says producer. Oh. 22nd. What's today's date? It's 24th today. Oh, 22nd. Oh, uh, spoiled the damn thing. Hold on. Anniversary. Anyway, mm-hmm. So forget that. Forget oh. JFK until tomorrow. Um, I've not been that married that long to any of them, so I'd have a golden or a nothing to film. I knew it was 22nd. I just didn't know the day's date. That was all. Shit. Anniversary. Yeah, today. It was your Rangers League debut against Celtic, and you scored. 1981 oh, on this day. I was brilliant that day. Oh, listen, I, I don't I've doubt got, it. I think I get man in match. Scored after about five minutes. Fair play to you because I right. obviously think, you know, we give you a hard time. I never got that. 19 years of age, debut against Celtic, mm. scoring. Nowadays, you know, we talk about 22 year olds mm. being too young. You were yeah, the man. They threw me in there in the big stage. Who puts the cross in? You were the modern day. Yeah, uh, John uh, John McDonald, big Derek heads it down. Oh, it's not even across. That's your goal there. I've just watched it back. Oh, for goodness sake! What's that? About half a yard out. Doesn't matter. Why did you even head it? It's like. Do you th- know something? It's four inches off the ground. I've never ever worked that one out. <laughs> so who stands Instinct. the ball up? Did you say? Uh, John, John McDonald, DJ heads it down. DJ heads it down, and you stooped. No, it's the the stuff. This isn't stooped. This is like belly on the grass for no reason. That's what damaged my nose up until then. <laughs> my nose was perfect. How did that feel? <laughs> ah, well, it's one of those moments. Somebody that's played in that game will tell you how big a game. And I didn't even know I was playing until five to two. Seriously, Seriously. Like no, no idea No idea When I went to Ibrox I was told to get on the team bus I thought I was there to carry the In those days the hampers You you went as part mm-hmm. And I was yeah. excited And I remember sitting next to David Cooper mm-hmm. And he turned around And I was stole my blazer And he says Why are you not getting ready? And I says mm-hmm. what are you talking about? He went You're playing You're number mm-hmm. 10 Oh, that was uh, nervous. Oh, oh, oh! No, they, they held the game up. I couldn't. I couldn't get down the tunnel. I was <laughs> bicycle clubs. Are oh my <laughs> goodness, Jim! What are we talking? Sick? Oh, sick as a dog. Seriously, sick as a dog. I was <sighs> sick before every every game I played. What, yuck! And, and I've got to say, I always tell you, the fans were sick after it. I, I, t- <laughs> I tell you the great bit about it, right? David Cooper. I've travelled with David. And I remember just the atmosphere hitting you, right? Yeah, the atmosphere is unbelievable. And I remember going up to David Cooper, and, and David was very cool and calm, and he was chewing chewing him at the time. And I was shouting to him, Coop, Coop, I'm myself, what will I do? And he just looked at me and he went, run. 
I'll find you. And I thought that'll do lovely for me. So there we go. Nineteen eighty one. Does that make like you feel? That's, that wasn't yesterday. No. Anyway, uh, t- there we go. Who's this yeah, for a smooth transition then back into domestic football? Because Stuart is a Rangers fan and he's in Cardonald. He doesn't want to talk about your debut. He wants mm-hmm. to talk about Rangers uh, and the return of league action, I suspect, Stuart. Yes, certainly, Gone. But before I go into my main point, can I just say the, to Gordon, I believe that if VAR was back in football back then, he's goal when he accounted because PJ would have been offside. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe he's taken that away from you. I th- I th- no, that I thought he was going to say, man, nose would have been offside. Well, I'm quite happy with DJ. <laughs> there is that as well, I suppose. Um, what are you thinking about the, the class of 2023, Sure. Uh, really excited, Gordon. Uh, usually, when the international break comes around, I'm, I'm not for it. Although, I'm delighted Scotland have done well. But usually... Like, I can't wait to domestic matters get back to, to action but uh, I'm glad that we've had a wee break so Philippe Clement has got a bit of time to work on the players plus it gives Matondo, Lawrence, Raskin all uh, time to come back and then um, I know historically it's a tough venue to go to Petodre but I truly believe once we go to Petodre on Sunday we'll win comfortably you know uh, because I just think this is a different Rangers team under Clement and I'm really excited for the near future. Yeah, some fixtures to come back mm-hmm. to. Um we said this, you know, that maybe last week when you two were on, um, in amongst all that Justin Beaver carry on, mm-hmm. you know, was it is it a good time or a bad time? And you're saying, Well, Rangers will just want that momentum, but maybe as a manager Philippe Clement would would enjoy the time to get a bit of a bit of calm, a bit of, you know, a bit of time in the training ground, for instance. So it'll be interesting to it's see what happens this weekend. You'd only say it's a good, uh, been a win. good break if you win. Yeah. Simple as that, because you did, you had. Yeah, but we don't know that until the I weekend. Know, but you had momentum going. Of course, I think the manager he was talking that there was a lot of video stuff um, being used because he didn't have the opportunity and the time to go on the training ground. Jim will tell you that's where you get all your ideas over. That's where you look at your players. You get a feel for everything that's going on and um, I think you'll probably have enjoyed it plus if it gives one or two other players who's maybe carrying a little bit of a knock uh, just to get themselves sorted and ready to go again for the next chapter um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the weekend I think there's some cracking games in there and I think there's some games in there that managers already need results um, and you can make a case for quite a few What do you think Stuart in terms of is it, is it just about continuing on from, from what happened before the break? Is there anything you hope is sort of fine-tuned or, or players that you hope have benefited from the break? Yeah, well, as I said there, uh, I'm really excited uh, with the fact that Lawrence is going to be near full fitness. As I say, Matondo hopefully coming back, mm-hmm. getting a game, Raskin, uh, hopefully maybe a couple of defenders, suit or whatever, but yeah... Uh, over the, the last couple of weeks, I'm sure they've been working on uh, whatever Clement's telling them what to do, uh, more clear instructions, playing uh, players in their, their natural positions, and I really believe that uh, Rangers are going to go up a, a couple of levels and really going to uh, be some team. I'm, I'm that confident. Um, you have to say it's going to be a real... It's going to be a test for every club because you, you play so many fixtures, but just particularly Rangers... Jim, you know, there is that expectation. Stuart and the fans are, are thinking, well, it's been great so far. No reason why it can't continue. Um, you know, between now and, and what the new year, it's a way to Petodre, a way to Tynecastle. 
uh, away to Fir Park, which is maybe not that tough anymore, um, <laughs> uh, and away to Celtic Park, obviously. Um, you know, St Mirren coming to Ibrox and amongst Europa League games as well. So it's a, it's a real interesting fixture list. It's an intense period, and that's the reason why we were saying the other one. I think you would have preferred the momentum of just continuing that. Um, um, you know, the the vein of form they were on. Um, there's there's always. Uh, the good points, as Stuart said, getting players fit and sh- strengthening the squad, um, you know, getting that availability um, that gives the manager options coming into these um, series of games. Um, but but it is a, a, a test for Philip Clement because he ha- he would have experienced going to Petodre. It is a different venue, uh, um, you know, in terms of atmosphere and that that kind of. Um, Difficulty that comes up there and places like Tynecastle, but taking the, the the game ahead at the weekend, uh, I think this is you know probably the toughest match he's had so far under his Rangers tenure domestically. Um, to go up there, if he goes up there uh, and has a positive performance and a terrific result, then I think that will give the Rangers fans and the players real belief that they can um, you know really have a, a really positive season because I think it would lay down a marker to Aberdeen that when they come down for the cup final in a couple of weeks' time that you know Rangers are a, you know a, a, a totally different proposition than they may well have been a few months ago. I agree with that. I think I, I fancy Rangers to win that game. Um, I think Aberdeen the break came at the right time for them. Um, they needed to take to stock again, um, especially after the performance at, at Celtic Park when Celtic absolutely dominated them. Um, and Jim Jim touches on a good point. There's a cup final coming up, and I think this Rangers manager will want to lay a marker. And uh, I think it'll be a, look. You know what? Like the games are up there. Everybody talks about Aberdeen. Apparently, try a lot harder when Rangers come to town. Rangers will know that. But I just feel that. You know, with the new manager, the structure, everybody trying to make sure they keep in his plans, um, I think Rangers will win that. Mm, thank you very much to Stuart from Cardonald. Looking forward to the return of domestic football, as I think we all are. It's just nice to have a, a good international break on um, heading into the rear view mirror. So many years we had this week would have been. This week in years gone by is the grimmest of weeks, usually. You're arguing about whether kids are. Not interested in football anymore And whether councils need to open up the pitches And that's why we don't get to tournaments anymore And they're playing Playstations too much Although our old pal Marvin Bartley's had his say on that this week uh, As well And why are we not producing players Why are we doing this and why are we doing that So it's nice to have a a positive uh, international break Going into the return of the league set up this weekend How are you faring on this teaser Looking for the last five non-British or Irish goalkeepers to play for each Celtic and Rangers Stefan Kloss Benjamin Sigris Have you got De Vries? Doris De Vries Yes, well done Is Vatteris Is he back there? He is on there Well done um, I know Obviously I know mm. he's, he's dab I wasn't sure which country he might have played for Was Jonathan Gould? No, no, I, I wasn't sure for he, Scotland Yeah, yeah I, I, sorry I, was just, nope. I just thought where he was born maybe Nope, nope, nope Any advances? He's still not got the no, I, I can't I, I think, one you were I think there's of. Polish, I think there's a Czech goalie in there. Uh, I think there might be an Australian, as I know. No. no. Czech, there's a Czech and a Polish. But I just can't remember. I'll get the names of them. What about? It's taking a bit of time. A Greek goalkeeper. Um, what? Uh, no, just Barkas. Barkas. Okay, <laughs> we'll get the rest of the answers hopefully next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen. 
and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're on the home straight then with Jim Duffy and Gordon DL, which means there's still time for you to call, plenty of time for you to tweet, and we'll try and get the rest of the answers to this question. Thanks to the good folks at Sliding Wardrobe Solutions, East Kilbride, for helping us out with the question. We're looking for the last five non-British or Irish goalkeepers to play for each Celtic and Rangers. You've got Vatarus and Kloss at Rangers, Seagreest, Barkas and De Vries for Celtic. Right, Wilson's pal. Sir Luke, Sir Lucas, mm. Lucas Zaluska, Lucas Zaluska. Yep, I have that. Okay. Zaluska and one there. Uh, I knew I couldn't quite get the game like pronunciation, but eventually I've got it. It's Lionel Charbonnier. Charbonnier, well done. Which means you've got one Celtic and two Rangers to get before the end. And if you like the sound of that, you think I could easily come up with a question that will fill these fools. <laughs> it's full time at Clyde One. Dot com. Send them in, please. Um, so I'm just looking at the Turkish team. See, Yilmaz is playing. Oh, so he is, yeah, indeed. Who are they playing against? They're Wales, they're aren't they? Wales, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yilmaz is he in a usual yeah. position? Is he? At, uh, yeah. Just seen his, his name. No, he must be on the bench. He's on the bench. Is oh, he? Oh, He's just flicked through too there, quickly. Yeah. I think he is. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of. I must admit, I had forgotten after the World Cup. I looked at Australia's team earlier. It's like a, just a Scottish Premiership <laughs> select. Even you know the, the starting eleven and the bench. Boyle it's and absolutely Bacchus. full. And Kai Rolls and yeah. all the right. Ryan Strain, your, your yeah. pal from Beat the Pundit. I knew he was away in international <laughs> duty. I just didn't know what country he was away. Yeah, I think that's you know that that happens. I suppose um, there is still time for you to tweet. And honestly, Twitter does. Strange things to you because um, you know that well, none of you are on Twitter, are you? So it's wasted in you. So yeah. you get you'll see tweets from people you don't follow. That's that's mm-hmm. just par for the course. You know if it's if Twitter's algorithm thinks you like it, you know, if, or if it's relevant mm-hmm. to you. Um, that's sure, I, why I'm not. I, I dread to think what your <laughs> algorithm would look like. Quite frankly, Gordon DL. Um, but one just popped up out of nowhere just a minute or two ago, um, and it's a tweeter called Stephen Stephen Lothar, right? Um, and he's replied to the, there's a tweet from like a, a kind of retro football network and it says who's the best signing your club's ever made don't give me a current player they have to be retired were they expensive or perhaps a bargain now this this tweet's been viewed like over nearly two million times um, but Stephen has quote tweeted it to say Gordon DL free transfer 308 games 170 goals three promotions and a League Cup winners medal Stephen happens to be a Raider Overs fan mm. There you are. There you go. Give a bit of credit. I'm happy with on that. On a show where you don't get much. Yeah. He's getting his goal against Celtic, his debut. He's getting a lot Celtic. tonight. He's, a lot he's getting all the love. Is this because he's under the weather? Everybody's feeling when, a wee bit sympathy so. for him. When is, when he should is be under th- the weather a bit when more. When St Andrews Day 30th? The 30th, uh, you'll get that as well. well I'll get what, was that th- your anniversary of moving to was, the city? I was on the plane when they announced it, Happy St Andrews Day, and that's how I always remember it, because I went down... And the first guy I met in Billy McNeil's office was Dennis Law, and I signed. That's not bad. That's not bad company. Um, I must admit, the I don't know why we're just just sort of running through every anniversary, but do you know this is a bit more of a personal one. Um, and I stuck this on my Instagram story earlier, and some great responses to it. People refusing to believe, but I can categorically assure you. I know what you've got to see. Did you see it? Yeah, I did. 
Four. Oh my goodness. Four years ago tonight, Jim Duffy, I've had my appendix out, I'm laid up, and we decide mm. in our infinite wisdom to host the show from my living room. Yeah, I've, I've, I've recollection. Were God, you were supposed to go on holiday or something? Yes, that I, was at, I was at the airport <laughs> yeah, when my appendix that. started yeah. feeling a bit dodgy. Um, I was going to get on the plane, decided mm. not to, and um, the rest is history and the mm. appendix are in a bin somewhere. Um, but Gordon DL turned up at my house in his jammies. <laughs> which was really disturbing. We, I think we, we think we, we tried to live stream the show that night, um, or certainly, you know, it was it was it was memorable. Lots of people replying saying that they, you know, David saying, remember it well. There was one in particular that I really liked though. Um, Who was the mother of a player? Charles Dunn Charles came to Dunn. the door, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he just he just chapped the door. Um, there was someone who genuinely replied, like, I, I don't think this was four years ago. Like, are you sure it was four years ago? And I, 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 I can categorically. Um, assure you, but it, it doesn't seem like that, does it? Oh, that's incredible! I know. Incredible. Before lockdown, I've before still any got of that those stuff. jammies. I'll bet if you, you ever do. want another visit, you still got that? And no, absolutely don't. Um, <laughs> I had to my, my water bottle and everything with me. You did. Have yeah. you still got the um, that dressing gown? No, I've not got that now. Oh. I've I've upgraded. Yeah, that to a blue one. That was a wee bit wearing tear that one. One with a Japanese dragon in the back. <laughs> <of them. laughs> that was a wee bit Hugh wearing tear that one. To be honest with yeah, you, that looked a wee bit. Ah, uh, uh, looked a wee bit wearing tear. Past its best. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I go along with Tried that. Tried to think um, where that's been. Oh, I could tell a few that stories. dressing gown. But there was, oh no, lots of people have been replying saying we should do we should do it from your house next. My, I'm just going to scroll through the replies here on on Instagram. My house. Yeah. So that could be like the next, you know, we could do like a wee tour of the... <laughs> the house? Yeah. More than welcome. Who yeah. lives in a house like this? Oh, I'm sure there was yeah. a TV programme. Oh, yeah. Through the keyhole. Through the keyhole. Oh, imagine this. Through the keyhole. <laughs> oh, no. Looking through the keyhole at Gordon Dale's house. Oh. Because it would be, because, right, on that show, you know, you'd be looking for clues, mm-hmm. but he has no football memorabilia, remember, because yeah. he binned it all by accident. Yeah. So he's got none. So there would be no clue that you're a footballer. What you would be looking for around the house was clues about your other hobbies. I mean, like golf balls golf and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, oh, you find plenty of golf um, balls. Yeah. Uh, and saying he, mu- he, mu- he, must, he must have the cold, because look at the size of that box of Kleenex <laughs> in there as well. You do have the cold, you're feeling under the weather. Somebody's going to pick him as a golfer then. Um, it was Craig. No way was this four years. I thought it was last year. Are you sure it's four years? I'm, s- I'm certain. Yeah, because you're out of that house. Craig, you're four years older than you thought you were. No, it's... Disturbing, isn't it? But there we go. That that could be that could be a theme for the new year. You know, when it gets to that quiet period, like if if our teams are out of Europe altogether, and we hope we, we hope they're not, it gets a bit quiet midweek. Maybe we could start touring the pundits' <laughs> houses. houses. <laughs> right. Okay. Who, who who's out of all the pundits? Whose house would you like to go to? Um. Probably. You see, Kevin's man cave. Shug. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to see Shugs and... See many cardigans he's got. I've been to Walsh's, but I've never been invited in. There's a reason for that, just was, to the front was, door. Was he is, a... I dropped him off. Yeah. He never invited me in and says, come in for a cup of tea. I think his wishart got some sort of, like, manner. You think sort of, like, oh, traditional... His would be a bit dark. Like, smoking jacket yeah, on when him, you go in. He would, he would have a cellar and everything in there. He would be a bit... I think you're missing the obvious one. Creepy. Halliday's. His oh. will be kitted out. Oh, yeah. His will look the part. Uh-huh. I think it'll be top of my list. You think so? Yeah. You think he'll have the best furniture? Oh, I think without a doubt. I think well, without a shadow of a doubt. Do yeah, you think yeah. he'll have any portraits up of himself? Oh, bet he does. Pre and post. Uh, yeah. 
pre and post Turkey. This is before nah, we went him. to Turkey. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that seems like an obvious place to start. Right, well, just no more. PlayStation if you go to Marvin Bartley's house. Well, remember, <laughs> big absolutely man. not. <laughs> oh, I love um, the big guy. Try to think. Yeah. No, no. I think I think you're right. I think that's a Christmas a good place. To Let's start. go and visit some of the guys. <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, um, in case you're wondering why we're talking about that, it's probably because it's a quiet um, period in international week. But we're not too far away. The club football is all about returning. I know you two have got. Um, well, you used to are, not, are just avoiding it because Motherwell's yeah. uh, comeback is going to be against Celtic um, in the weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm actually so used there. to are just completely avoiding the yeah. fact that you don't want to talk about the weekend. Kia so, said, how do you think that Motherwell that. will go? Because Kia, I think Kia Shut Kaya up. says, please stream the show from DL's house one night. Please make sure it's not bath night. I think that's oh, fair. Nice Wednesday that's night. A, that's a good, that's a very, come, boys. very good point. We will have a new manager and I know you two, you've, mm-hmm. you know, former managers amongst us. What did you make of Derek Adams' appointment? Yeah, I'm slightly surprised because obviously he was at a job. He was at Morecambe. It's not as if mm-hmm. he was at a job. True, yeah, yeah. And it's a, I think he'd been doing a pretty decent job there. Um, I know that he has a, a, a you know bit of a soft side for so I was just looking at Wales have just scored there against uh, Turkey which they need to win tonight um, but I, I think that it's, it's one of those ones where they went for someone who knows the club but knows the knows Roy, Roy McGregor knows mm-hmm. him um, so it's not as much of a risk I think than maybe one or two might have been I didn't realise we were so late we need two more three more names in the teaser we're almost out of time so three more non-British or Irish goalkeepers to play for each, you know, Celtic and Rangers. And it's the last five for each, so we need two Rangers, one Celtic. I might have one. Go on then. Nemi. Nemi. No, no. Anti Nemi. I said non Scottish. <laughs> Anti Nemi. Never mind, right over your head, okay, that one. Well, He's finished, etc., etc. Right, um, right. right uh, no. So we're looking for a. Is it a Dane? Water, a, water. You've got him already, water, Vathras. 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 A Dane from 2000, 2001. There's another one from 06, 07 and a Belgian for Celtic, the kind of Ronnie Dyla era backup goalkeeper. No, I think you might need to just start putting you out your misery yes. here. Give us a clue then, just initials. Initials? No. LB for that Celtic one. <laughs> Bailey? Yes, Logan, Logan Bailey. Bailey. Logan, Logan Bailey. Bailey. Or whatever yeah. you call him. The Danes, turn of the century, Rangers, no. Initials? JC. Christensen. Yes, Jesper Christensen. Christensen. Oh, this should be easy then if we're doing initials. Yeah. LL. Lionel. Yep. Litchie. <laughs> <laughs> is that milk in French? Litchie? Uh, Lionel. Lionel. I don't know it. Letizzi. Uh, oh, no. Okay, thank you, Jim. Thank you, Gordon. We are back tomorrow from six o'clock. We'll start turning our attentions back to the domestic action. We look forward to it. Make sure you join us. Thanks for listening. You can listen back in the podcasts. And you might as well stay right there because Callum is up next.